This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by one of the most brilliant, interesting people we get a chance to speak to regularly. We're speaking today to Dr. Heidi Chumley. And Dr. Dr. Chumley's got this fascinating role in sort of leading international medical schools and has really helped shed light on how those international medical school students end up weighing in and, and, and competing for residencies and what the whole admission process looks like for medical schools, what it looks like for residencies, and a lot more. So, so Dr. Chumley, we're right in the process of, I think, match day, right about to see where people match for the residencies. And, and people are always trying to figure out the science of who gets into medical school, who matches how they want to match. We're obviously at a spot where there's just a shortage in total of residencies in the country. Help us shed a little light on the residency matching process and what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, Scott. It's great to be to be back. And you're right. This is a very um, exciting week uh, here, like within moments, actually, um, an hour or so. People will find out whether or not they matched. And then uh, throughout the week, there will be opportunities for those who did not to find a role. And then by Friday, people find out where they're going to be spending um, their residency. So if you can imagine, just, this is just a very um, exciting uh, time for people. Um, so as you mentioned, what I've been writing about really is, is a series of articles that talk about the elements of our system that make it sometimes harder for people to get into medical school, to do well in medical school. And then as they get towards the time of applying for and, uh, and attaining a residency um, position, how some of those things still linger and can make it more challenging for some uh, groups of people uh, than another. So I always appreciate the, the opportunity um, to get to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And take a moment there. You, you talk about, you, you look at this specifically from the international medical sports perspective. Let's start there. As I understand it, your record of matching residencies matches up with almost any record of, of domestic, other medical schools, and so forth. Can you take one moment on that? Because that's an important factor for people to consider as they decide where to go to medical school. Because if, if they feel like they're going to be at a disadvantage in matching, then they don't want to go to that medical school. Talk about the record that you've had with international medical schools of matching people. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and you're right. Um, when somebody goes to medical school, uh, what they're trying to do is get to, you know, into a residency. You can't practice medicine until uh, really, in most cases, until you until you do that. So um, I was at uh, American University of the Caribbean for eight and a half years. And then the last uh, year and a half, this will be my second um, match day, actually, at Ross University uh, School of Medicine. And in recent years, uh, certainly, both schools have had um, outstanding uh, match rates over over ninety percent. Um, last year was ex exceptionally good for both uh, for both AUC and Ross at at ninety five percent for both uh, for both schools. Which, uh, as you mentioned, is really puts the schools up there with their competition. Certainly, from uh, DO schools or or US allopathic schools. So we're, we're actually really proud of how well. Um, that our students do uh, in the match. And that's fantastic. What are some of the other trends you watch in matching? Are people doing well in matching for specific residencies? Are some residencies that are so hard to get versus others? My understanding that dermatology, orthopedics, what are the ones that are the most sought after and how hard is it to match those? Yep. 
So certainly our, uh, some residencies are harder to get into uh, than others. You mentioned a couple of them, dermatology, orthopedics, um, ophthalmology uh, is also very difficult to get in. And uh, it, urology is another one um, I think people would say is quite difficult. The primary care specialties, on the other hand, which is actually really where the major shortages of, of physicians in the, in the U.S. are, uh, in family medicine and in internal medicine and pediatrics, those are our residencies that that have more slots and uh, typically less competition. And so you see um, you see a lot of people matching into those uh, specialties. Fantastic. And what is it? I know in the last couple of years, five to ten percent of all med school graduates weren't able to match, which is a disaster if you're a med school graduate and can't match. What does that look like now? What do people project going forward? Yeah, so there are still more residency positions than there are all U.S. allopathic and U.S. DO um, graduates. And so there, there are enough residency positions for all the people that were training in the U.S. and many of the U.S. citizens that are training um, abroad as well. It, it is a big challenge if you do not match um, in your first year. But that doesn't mean that your your career or your opportunities to to be a physician um, is over. It's certainly very uh, important to us uh, out at international medical schools, uh, Ross and, and AUC, is how we work with that small group of students that doesn't match their first time um, through. And what we've seen over the years is that uh, with appropriate support, and uh, you can really get to about 50 to 60% of people who are not matching their first time through, matching their second time uh, through, which is great, right? You've got them back on their path to being the, the practicing physician uh, that they want to be. So, you know, I always um, mentioned right at the beginning how exciting this week is uh, for most people. It's, off, it's, it's actually really um, challenging for the small number who don't. Uh, match. So my my message to that group would be, um, do not uh, do not give up on your dreams. There are certainly things that you do in your first year out, and and uh, have a a really solid opportunity to to get into a program in the next year if that if that is uh, something that happened to you. Thank you very very much because that that's so important. At the at the end of the day, if you don't get in one year, you very well might get in the next year, and so so you're not out of hope. And then, are the people that don't match, is it that they've not taken med school seriously, or are there people that are very good students that just sort of get messed up in the process? Yeah, I think there's there's probably two different groups of people if i was speaking in very in very broad terms the first group is people who have who have struggled throughout medical school you know perhaps they have multiple failures on the on the uh, licensing um, exams they have uh, they've failed courses they've had to to repeat and any of those things make it more challenging um, to get into a residency uh, program you're really going to have to uh, if, that, if, that, if that's what your transcript looks like, you're going to have to show up really well with specific programs. They need to get a look at you to feel comfortable um, with you in your program. So that's one group of people. The other group of people, though, are, are people who are really very interested in a um, really, really good students, um, have high scores, but they're interested in a very 
um, very competitive specialty. And, uh, and people who, who are looking at a highly competitive specialty, we often advise them to have a backup plan, you know, have a, have a second specialty that you would be happy to be in if you cannot be, uh, you know, an orthopedic uh, surgeon. Um, some students are happy with having a backup plan, but some are, are simply not. It's just one thing that they want to be, and they're willing to, to take that risk and try um, several times uh, to, get, to get into the specialty that they really want um, to go into. So really, uh, those two different types of, of buckets of people are what we see. And talk about that. You had already mentioned this. It reminds me of almost, um, you know, you, you can't have just one school you're applying to. You need to have safety schools. Talk about any advice you would give to medical school students applying for residencies. What advice do you give medical students who are applying for residencies? You, you had already mentioned you can't be just you can't be fixed in one residency or one area, but you have to realize if you are, there's a chance you won't match. But what advice would you give to medical students trying to match? Yeah, I think you know one of the most important things that that a um, an applicant to a residency program can do is create a a connection between themselves and the and the residency program. The the program, remember, is looking for you know is looking through thousand applications for a few spots, and what they really want, you know, are people who are going to uh, come to their residency program who are going to who are going to fit in, and for many residency programs who have a um, a, a mission to populate the surrounding areas with uh, you know with practicing physicians, they want people who are, who have ties to their location, who are going to who come there, who are going to live there, who who are interested in the. Uh, patient population uh, who will stay, you know, after their residency um, training and and address physician healthcare shortage issues uh, in and around where that residency program is is located. So, so make that connection. Um, figuring out, you know, you're going to be uh, looked at more favorably by residency programs um, in the, the in your home state. You know, kind of regardless of where you went to school, your your Highly likely to return to where you where you grew up. So it's things like that that I think are really, really very uh, important. Thank you very much, Dr. Chumley. Anything else you wanted to add today about the residency matching program and so forth? Just one thing I'd like to add, and I, I um, you know, as I've been writing this series of articles and and looking at the things that are challenging for. Uh, for students as they get into medical school, you know, we see a few of the same things as they as they get into residency. I just want to call those those out, and, uh, and and so people have a chance to really think about them. The same way, when people are looking at applicants for medical school, they wonder about uh, community college courses, or they wonder about uh, schools that are you know, smaller and not tier one um, research schools, that can, um, that can affect people's decisions about how competitive for medical school they think an applicant is. When that happens, right, we see a lot of those, uh, a lot of those students end up in international um, schools. And then that is a, a, um, a stigma, if you will, that perpetuates itself through and into the residency um, selection. 
Because as you get into to residency selection, there are um, still residency program directors who are very concerned about, I would say inappropriately concerned about the education that that students will get out in international uh, medical schools, particularly ones like, like Ross or AC, and they won't even consider um, those students. And, and so, you know, just again, that is one of the ways that we are perpetuating a, a system, if you will. If you aren't seeing the same level of opportunity at the beginning um, on your admission to medical school, you still have some of those same barriers to overcome as we're looking at, um, at residency applications as well. Thank you very, very much. And I also loved what you said about residencies. Somebody might not match their first time, they might match their, fir- their, their, their first program. If they're diligent, they stick with it, there's a good chance they'll match the next year. I also have the concept of developing relationships with the residency programs you're most interested in. It's like applying to college, applying to medical school, showing that you're really interested in sort of developing those relationships. Um, and, and third is, it's and, and again, this is hard because some people are so dead set, this is what they want to do, but having a backup to the number one residency area or, or specialty area is probably a great idea. Dr. Chomley, always brilliant to visit with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, tell us again the exact position and title so our our listeners have that. And thank you, Dr. Chomley, for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Heidi Chomley, I'm the dean at Ross University School of Medicine. Thank you very much.